0: Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of Walk of Ethan, the Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. My co-host, John, couldn't be on today's show. He has some family stuff to do today, but that's okay. So this is episode 11, and today we're going to talk about the shows from Monday, February 20th, through Thursday, February 23rd. And then on Sunday's show, we'll go over today's show's Friday, February 24th, Saturday, February 25th, and February 26th. That is episode 12, that is Sunday's show. So let's just get right to the show so we'll start with monday february 20th so we had we'll start with dark elevation Let's see excuse me you can give my review on the wrestling audio the on uh, visual w podcast where i host AEW weekly uh, every friday that should be uploaded sometime today but i'm just going on there so the opening master sprouts into defeat fuego del sol six minutes and seven seconds Ring of our Woman's Gym at the defeat Evelyn Carter, 2 minutes and 53 seconds. The firm's pick Bill and Lee Moriarty defeat Warren Johnson and Zach Mason, 5 minutes and 34 seconds. In trio section, Amish grab, and the Beast of Burns, Maria Shavier and Nelly Rose defeat Leva Bates Mazarin and Will Nightingale, 5 minutes and 10 seconds. Powerhouse helps defeat Sal and Mousecat a minute 41. In 10 men, tag team match with the best friends, Chuck Ten and They team with the Dark Order, that is Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, John Silver. They defeat the firms Ethan Page, Isaiah Cassie, Matt Hardy, along with the Butcher and the Blade, 8 minutes and 52 seconds. In the main event, tag team match and the Lucha Brothers, the Pen- Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, defeat Ari D'Avary and Tony Nice. So that was Dark Elevation. Now we go to Dragon Gate, Ray D'Apahart. Teperius, night 9, February 20th. So, 6 minutes late, we have m 3 k Shimoshimoshimoshisuki and Yashoshi Kanda. Team with Jinki Horiguchi, D2VD Courages, Yuki Yoshioka, and Ma- Maoka Kuda. and 2 Nagano via Yokosuka and Nagnano, 10 minutes and 46 seconds. One third of the open Triangle Gate champs Band K2VK K2, K2, via Spear, 10 minutes and 13 seconds. In a non-title match, we had opened the gate, Chamber. Jordan Skywalker they defeat he defeated Ho Ho Long via blaster six minutes and eight seconds. And in the B block of the tournament, we had the Dragons, Dragon Kid India. They go to four points. They defeat the Machines. That's Draw Machine F and Stream Machine J, who start who stay at three points via Chryso on Machine F nine minutes and fifty six seconds. An eight man tactic match. We had Natural Five says. Jason Lee, Jackie, Funky Kamei, the team of Ultimate Dragon and Yam Yamato, they defeat C versus Kai, Diamante, Hyo, Ishin, Vila, Mastrata on all on Diamante, 12 minutes and three seconds. And an A-block, D Main event. We had uh, two-thirds of the open drive Kota Manior and BB Hawk. They go to five points. They beat Masasaki, Moshoki, and Moshoki Jr. of M3K, who stay at five points. Fiat and Grande on Mosuki Jr., 13 minutes and 25 seconds. So the standings are in A block. We have Gold Class, Monera, and BB Hawk. They have five points, two wins, one loss, one draw. And the Mosasukis, Mososuke and Mososuke Jr., they also have four points, but they have one win, one loss, and two draws. And in second place, we had a four-way tie for your three points for so jason lee and jackie fuck Kame of Seabreath, of natural fives and high on each and of sea they have three points one win one loss one draw yoshi iki kato and kato nagano they also have three points but they have one loss and one win two losses one draw and d Kirch they have no wins no loss and two point two draws so in b block sea is open the dream gate champion skywalker and Cut they have six points three wins no losses and Shimochi Mochizuki and Yashikana, they have six points, but they have three wins, one loss. Second place, the dragons have four points, two wins, three losses. They have finished their ray de Beharja tournament. And third place, the Machines, they have three points, one win, two losses, one draw. And Yanta Narki Doi, who is currently the DT Universal and all Japan Wrestling Junior Heavyweight Champion. They also have three points, but they have one win, zero losses, and one draw. And gold classes open the very gate champion, Mayor, and open the triangle gate champion. K have no points, they have zero wins for losses. So that is night nine of the Rey de Higher tournament. Now we we'll go to Monday Night Raw live from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So we kicked off with a recap of the Undisputed Universal title match, Elevation Chamber. Did we get Sami Zayn? He says he, he comes out and raises his own well, emotion, but that one feels that he's more prominent than others' gratitude. He thanks the crowd for their ovation, but he says he feels guilty for coming short against Roman Reigns from his family, friends, and hometown. He says he realized that, he, he, about, that around his parts in Canada, the story is never over, but the final ch- chapter is about to begin. He says there's one person he needs to talk to tonight more than anyone. Then he calls Kevin Owens down to the ring. So Owens, come, music, as he has time to ring, Saying says there's so much he wants to say to Owens, but now that he's here, he doesn't know what to say. He thinks Owens and apologized to him, but he says they are beyond the point of words. He says he doesn't know if he comes come back from what they said to one another over the past few months, but he knows Owens wants to take down the bloodline. It won't stop till he does so. Saints says his mission to see the bloodline crumble, just like he does when neither of them can do it on their own. He proposes that they join forces to complete their shared goal. And Owens says he doesn't need Sane's apology. He said he not need didn't need help saying out at the Elimination Chamber for him, but his own family who was watching for the front row. He said his family had to watch the Bloodline tag him at the War Rumble while saying did nothing. He's been trying to take the blood down bloodline down for months. Before he says he meant to when he told Sane he wanted nothing to do with them. If he wants help, he has his buddy Jay Uso. Then he storms out hits to the back. That was a great save to kick off this week's Raw. So then we see Sami Zayn. He walks to. The, he looks into the back, but all of a sudden, here comes Baron Corbin, blinds him with an attack. As as he starts attacking, it went to commercial break. We come back from break. We see Corbin's uh, breaking on Sami Zayn, like talking shit about him. As as official come, Pierce check on him. Then he, I'm oh, sorry, he was being out and check on him. Sorry, my apologies there. Then he breaks, about being the last person to beat Roman Reigns and says things and Baron's love for Canada. Saints wants to get hit on Corbin, so Pierce tells him to go for it. Same as he runs right into the ring and takes on Corbin, and fires his right hands as the referee gets in the ring. Saints clotheslines Corbin to the outside and sends his it bounce off the announce table, then gets in the ring post. So that was before the match. So that was our opening match of the night. So the bell finally sounds. Corbin runs into the right hands on Zane, then hits one to the spine. Zane comes back with a form, then he looks for a middle rope elbow drop. Corbin catches on the and hits it. A backbreaker that says to a commercial break. We are back from the break. Corbin hits saying over his shoulder. saying escapes and hits an elbow to the ear of Corbin. Then he finally hits the elbow off the middle rope, the then followed by kick to the midsection and a springboard DT for a two count. Sane tosses Corbin to the outside and he goes flying, takes out Corbin. So he gets him in the range, charging him, but Corbin nails him with a lariat, hits him right hands, then falls by D6. D6 goes for the cover by saving kicks out. Corbin goes for a splash in the corner. He tries to go for it again, but saying catches him with the haluba kick to get the win. And... At nine minutes and two seconds, wasn't a bad opener. Corbin's just boring. I give him four out of 10. So after the break, Barn Saxon is having to sit down here with Judgment Days is. 2023 we went for one winner Ripley and Dominic was Byron asked Ripley how her and Balor's lost to Edge and Phoenix at Beth Phoenix at the Limiting Chamber. And she says she's downloaded to both of them. She says she has her site screen on WrestleMania 39. So Sasson continues to ask Ripley that question. So Dominic catches him, cats him off, and fairly tells him to stop. So Byron asks Rhea about Char Flair. Rhea says Flair only wants to keep talking about her because she knows Ripley is the best. She just wanted to make the same mistake twice and will topple her queendom. Saxon says, then asked Ripley what the Dirty Universe goes back when she was on SmackDown on Friday. And Rhea said she'll have to watch Find Out. Dominic says he's got to take along because his father Ray has a match with Karrion Cross. And it closed that segment. Then we go backstage to Kathy Kelly, who is with the U.S. champ, Austin Theory. She asked him how he's feeling handed with U.S. title defense, his edge on the show. He said, well, he's banged up. He still won the Elimination Chamber match. He fences frustration about John Cena being in headlines rather rather than he is an ads that he was confident he would retain his U.S. title in the show. And yes, John Cena is coming back on the March 6th Monday Night Raw edition episode in Boston. So, wonder I, they're probably going to set that match up for Mania, but we'll wait and see. So go our second match, Dolph Ziggler's one with Stouffa Ali. Ali mocks Ziggler's handshake, so Sigler takes him down, hits a pair of right hands in the back. Oh, well. He falls out with a splash in the corner and a neck breaker. Then he tries to go for a sweet chain of music, but Mustafa rolls out of the ring. So Sigler, he sends Sigler's off on top row. He mocks him, kicked to the eyes. Sigler comes back with a DDT, frames her, goes for the car, but Ali reverses it himself and pins Ziggler for the win at two minutes and 16 seconds. This was too short to, I'd give two out of 10. It was short. I wish they had, I think these two have an excellent match, which was just a little bit longer, but Oh, well, but. Two out of ten. So we go back to each Kathy Gutt is with the Miss and Maurice who are making out. Go like get a room. Maurice says she got him an answer and a first ticket, but it's too cross, too big to cross the border. So instead, she hands Miss an envelope and Miss opens it and asks her if this is real. So mm-hmm. Kathy Kelly asks Miz what the envelope had inside. He brushes Robin. He said he'll tell the universe on Monday's edition of next week's edition of Miss TV. That's when we're going on Friday. That'll be this Monday. So Cody Rhodes, the 2023 Men's Rumble winner, as asks... he was about to ask Owen what they want to talk about, but before again, Paul Heyman shows up on the Tron Tron in a neck brace because Owens laid him out with a stunner at the Levitian Chamber this past Saturday. He looks to introduce himself, but Cody Rhodes cuts him off, asks where he is. Heyman says he's in the arena, and Rose tells him to come to the ring, but Heyman says he can't due to the fact that he's injured following the stunner due to him by Kevin Owens on Saturday, and he called him K.O.O. A KO Cody, Coyote, something like that. He says, this is this close to willing to be? He said, man to man, roads can't be Roman. Heyman posed a hypothetical and says, if some miracle Cody does, in fact, to be Roman, he hasn't followed how it affect his life. He said he'll be on the road 200 days a year. Defend the undisputed universal title, spending 50 days doing charity, spending 30 days doing media, and 20 days promoting premium live events. He said he doesn't include other meetings and media calls, top of like Zoom and stuff. And he was even when his father was home, he wasn't really home. Haven asked if he was willing to do it for his wife and daughter. This is while Reigns may be happily married. He isn't, and he will spend spare time having Rhodes mind while his rest of dreams become his own personal hell. So that makes Cody Rhodes mad. He dresses Roman. He says, Well, Roman is great. He has seen this play before. He tells Reigns not to send Haven in his way again. Then he says, Without a doubt, he is the best. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion. So he has a fashion story says he'll beat him at WrestleMania. This segment was okay. Not as good as her one last week. So we got our third match. We got the number one title for the Raw Women's title. Asuka goes one with Nikki Cross. So when the bell rings, the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair comes down to the ring to watch this match. So as soon as that happens, Asuka tries to kick Cross's head in, but uh, Nikki trips her. Flashes the right hands. Asuka hits a series of kicks that crosses in for the middle rope, then hits a knee. Asuka looks for a kick, but cross ducks it. And Asuka crashes in the ring post. Nikki takes advantage and hits a reverse DDT that sends us to a break. We come back from break. Asuka hits a series of back fists, falls with a spinning back kick, and three German suplexes for a two count. Cross rolls to the outside. Asuka follows her out there, but Nikki trips her in the rain screw and beats her down. She gets back in the ring, sends to the top rope, but Oscar beats her there and hits her with a DDT. She goes for the cover, but Nikki kicks out of two. Oscar delivers a series of kicks across across Nikki's chest, then kicked her her head. Crossfires out a small driver, but Oscar locks in the shoulder and arm surgery for the shoulder and arm submission. Sorry, not surgery for nine minutes and twenty nine seconds for the win. I give his six out of ten. Fun little open, fun little match on Raw. Gives him on, giving Oscar some momentum hitting her women's title match at WrestleMania. So after the match, Bianca Belair and Oscar have a stare down, and Oscar like pukes some blue stuff, mist out of her mouth, and Bianca's grossed out by that. So we go, to, so we go backstage. Kathy Kelly's with Carmella. Kathy says she thought about uh, road to WrestleMania, and Carmella says she hasn't thought of in a new game plan yet, but she says what Oscar won't get off the hook for beating her on Saturday inside the Elimination Chamber. So Kathy. After that, Kathy Kelly runs to Seth Rollins and asks for a spot on everything that's gone down between him and Logan Paul. Rollins says Paul thinks this is all a game, and Paul wants to call him a clown. He said jokes on him because there's a certain sign you don't want to bring out. He says you will find him and hunt him down. We come back break. we hit the reveal from MVP. He calls Brock Lesnar a coward. He said he couldn't skip the hurt lock, so he had to low blow him, which is true. Then he says MVP will... Former a challenge to face at wrestlemania next week in person which he's almost making a challenge and oh god please for the love of god no i'd, I'd rather see bobby lashley Brock or four honestly so we go to our fourth match of the night we had seth Rollins with, with the Miz. So Rollins wastes no time, he hits the back elbow, fires right hands, Miz rolls to the outside, and Rollins throws him in the apron and then over the announce table, gets him back in the ring, calls him back out to the outside, and hits a baseball slide, that sends Miz over the announce table. As soon as they get back in the ring, Miz drills Rollins to the mat with a DDT, that sends us to a commercial break. We come back from break, Rollins hits a series of right hands to the Miz's head. Miz whips Rollins into the corner and delivers a few kicks to his chest. So Rollins fires back with a flying clothesline. Falls him with a series of right hands and chops. He delivers a kick to Miz's midsection. Clothesline and a kick to his head. He tries to go for the curve stomp. on Miz moves out of the way. Looks for a pedigree on Miz avoids and hits a core breaker out of the corner. He needs to try to go for the skull crusher finale, but Rollins avoids it. Miss hits a running knee for a two count. Miss starts in the yes kicks or as he calls in the it kicks. Rollins catches one of them and hits a rolling elbow. More elbow shots. Hits the curve Dominic gets far, so he hits another one. The referee tells him to stop. Rollins says, and he gets two more. And the referee calls the bell for the referee stoppage at 11 minutes and six seconds. Rollins wins the match by referee stoppage. I give this four out of ten. This was okay. So after the break, damage control are waiting in the ring for their ding dong. Hello, this is the Raw debut of it. Bailey says, even though she earned her, earn her spot in the Raw Women's Total Contenders Limitation Chamber match, she decided to spend a day with her family because in Canada, where I'm from, it is family day. This just Dakota Kai, how she feels to be one half of the greatest women's tattoo and James of all time. She says her and Eos guy wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Bailey. Then says they have dominant for 100 days and will continue for 100 more. Yeah, okay. Like, you like defend them like three times, but anyway, not the point. Becky Lynch, so all of we hear Becky Lynch's music hit. She hits to the ring, she expressed her disagreement with Kai's comments and says so she wants to take the women's tag team titles to WrestleMania. There's control last turn, and, and then uh, Lynch is yet a person of mine. Here comes Lita, and they hit the ring. She hits them in the ring, high fives Lynch before they get inside. Bailey asked why she was here. This says Lynch must be desperate. She asked if she remembers the last one they encountered on another. And Lynch says she already apologized for that. Lita said that Bailey put up a good point about wanting a fifth title run, but she says she can't win a title from Lynch. Then she likes the idea of Tina with her. So they challenged damage control for a match for the titles. Bailey says they're not even close to winning the match, but Lynch said Lita and her are both accomplished. And she says damage control claims to be the greatest. So they're not proven unless they're scared. So Bailey says, Dakota and Eor are not scared and accepts the challenge of beyond their behalf. Lita and Lynch take the women's titles off their waist and holds them up and then throws it back at them the close that statement. So we'll get that this Monday on Raw. So we go backstage. Fire inside is with Candice LeRae. He asks LeRae for an update on Johnny Gargano. But before she can answer, she spots an upset Nikki Cross following her loss earlier in the show to the Oscar. LeRae asks Cross why she's been following her since she has a match to wear about next week against Piper Niven. She says she can't worry about that. And Crossan asks her why she's been following her. So Nikki whispers some interview and runs off. So Byron asks her what she said to her. What Nikki said to her. Candace says she's all alone and has no friends. Then she answers Brian's initial question and says Gargano will be back soon. Are we getting a tease out of the return of Sanity, whether that is Eric Young, Kelly, and Dane, or Big Dame on the Indies? Wait and see. So we go to our fifth match. Chad Gable goes one more Bronson Weed. They start with a lockup, Reed delivers a short tackle, then tosses Gable to the outside, and delivers a short tackle off the apron. He sears down Otis, then tosses Gable back in the ring, sends him to the top turnbuckle face first. He climbs to the top, looks for the tsunami, but Gable's counter an an angle lock. Gable escapes and delivers a short tackle, then he goes on to top, hits a hip buff for a two count. All of a sudden, he comes Maxine Dupree, Appears the rings out of the watch on his Gable, hits a beautiful German suplex to Reed for a two count. Man, the strength of that, of Chad Gable, holy shit. That's like the third big guy he's picked up in the last like year or so. And then we see Dupree gives uh the business card to Otis. It's as Gable asks what she's doing. Otis begins talking to Maxine while I read they hit a power slam, then hits the tsunami for the win at three minutes and 16 seconds. This was a fun little match. I give it five out of ten. Then after the break, Elias is in the ring. He says, hopes Rick Boogs is back taking notes. He says this time that the legends come out, there's no bigger legend than him. And he asks who wants to walk with Eliza WrestleMania. Does someone up there wants to face him? Also on Bobby Lash's music as he hits down. He delivers a choke send and then tosses Elias to the outside. Then sends him crashing into the ring post. He gets back in the ring and delivers his beer, then locks in the hurt lock. Before he grabs a microphone, says everyone has a plan until he clenches in the hurt lock. Then he says no one can escape the maneuver and he's hard to be disrespected before slamming the microphone down and leaving so we go to our main event for the united states championship austin 3 defense against edge oh before this main event, edge did have a interview bar saxon in double first thing he wrestled in ottawa for in like 18 years yes yeah, so that's some time he hasn't hold gold in a long time which is true the last title he held was the world heavyweight title back in 2011 and yes, he is a former U.S. champion, but he held a WCW title, so technically he looks to win his second title, the first under the Liberty banner. Anyway, uh, sorry for the random stats. So we start with a lockup. Edge trips Theory and pulls him out of the ring that says him crash to the floor. He sends him back in the ring and hits a solid Russian leg sweeper. Com- that takes us to a commercial break. We come back from break. Theory hits a kick to Edge midsection, but Edge slides to the outside Theory falls him out there. He hits a back body drop and then followed by flying up off the apron. And as I he thinking back in the ring, theory is just hitting right hands on edge. <clears throat> theory sends edge face for the turnbuckle, and then delivers a splash, full eye follow a slam. He trips edge and sets him in the middle turnbuckle face first. Then falls him with a draw kick that to another commercial break. We come back from our second commercial break. Theory hits sets edge on top turnbuckle. He joins him up there, but Edge sets him crashing down, delivers a splash to his back. Falls with a back elbow and a flapjack for a two count. Theory comes back with a forearm to Edge's back. He looks for a draw kick, but Edge carries into a powerbomb for a two count. Edge charges at Theory, but Theory rolls out of the way, and Edge collides with the model turnbuckle. Edge locks at a Crossface, but Theory gets a rope breaker as he puts his foot on the bottom rope. So Theory rolls it up, but the referee catches him with his feet on the ropes. So Theory tries to put Edge away with the 80-town down but Edge just gives his execution. All of a sudden, here on Finn Balor. He rides down the ring delivers to kick to Edge's head, allowing Theory to hit the A-Town down to retain the U.S. title at 18 minutes and 18 seconds. This was a fun meme, man. I give this a seven out of 10. And <clears throat> I forgot to mention one of the spots in the match. Uh, Theory does a monkey flip and Edge lands on his feet. That was actually pretty cool. And I also forgot to mention during the interview, he also, the judgment day was in his review mirror, based upon the match, this to debate, which wasn't true. After the match, Balor launched attack on Edge. He hits a series of stomps and pulls up cool 3 the grip, Cody Graz to close out this week's edition of Raw. This was okay edition of Raw. Honestly, the only match I recommend checking out was just the main event. Honestly, but it was a great, not a bad edition of Raw. Now, also check out the opening segment between Saint and Kevin Owens as well. So this Monday on Raw, the February twenty seventh episode. Carmelo goes wrong with Asuka. Kenneth Ray goes wrong with Piper Niven. And Eos Guy in Dakota got, Uh, Damage Control. Defend the Woman Tag Team Talls against Becky Lynch and Lita. So that is Monday Night Raw. And I will go to Tuesday, February 21st shows. So we'll start with NWA Power. Live from Tampa, Florida. So the first match, we had a tag team match with Dax, Draper, and Mims. They defeat Blunt Force Traumas' carnage and damage by disqualification. Four in 18 seconds. For the National Heavyweight title, Sion defends against Kratos. That ends in a 10-minute time limit draw. that went 10, That is 10 minutes. So Sion retains his title due to a draw. The third match, Matt Cardone defeat Odison, seven minutes in 25 seconds. For the end of, for the women's tag team titles, Pretty Empowerment, And uh, MV and Roxy, they defeat the champs, the Renegade Twins, six minutes and six seconds. And then we get an impromptu main event as Maddie Rynowski and Madison K They cash in their champion series opportunity, so they defeated Pretty Empowered to win the women's tag team toss in thirty-two seconds. So we had three time in the women's tag toss change literally twice. Honestly, for this episode, I'd say just check out the national title match. That's the only match I recommend checking it out. It? So that was NWA. Now we'll go to KG Muno's Grand Finale, Poor Rest, and Less Love. So in our we are first, so we don't 12 matches, three of them were on the pre-show. So the first one, first pre-show match, we had Gigi Tag Champs Masakimiya and Daki Emba. They defeat Yoshikana Amar and Yashitaka Yano. FSA Suplex on Yano Semens and 21 seconds. I give this match six out of ten. And from the Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling Promotion, we had eight women tag team matches. We had Princess of Champion, Princess of Princess Champion Yoko Sakisagi, the one half of the 2023 Max Hard Tournament winners, Maya Yamashita, Shoko Nakajima and Rika Tazasumi. They defeated international princess champion Maya Watanabe. The other winner of the other half, the Max Heart winner, Mikey Ito, Mikey Ito, sorry, Masuki and Yoki Ari. Via magical girl splash on Yuki at elements in 38 seconds. I actually like this match. I give it seven out of ten. And our final pre-show match, the third match of the overall show six-man tag team match with the good-looking guys jake lee jack morris and anthony green they defeat sakura guns as takashi segura timothy thatcher and along with they team with Satoshi kojima the good guys got the win at seven minutes 14 sites via uh front kick on timothy thatcher i actually thought this match sucked to be honest with you i give it three out of ten so we go to our main show so the opening match of the main show or match four overall we had 10-man tag team match we had stinger that is junior heavyweight tag champs yoshi r elgata and Ita. They team up with Chris Ridgway in Hayeda they, uh, and Daga. They defeat Asushi Kojide, Yohei, Siki Yoshi Alejandro, and Junta Milwaukee via submission at 6 minutes and 23 seconds, where Chris Rodri made Milwaukee tap into the late-captured chicken wing. This was a what, fun little junior 10-man tag. I give it 5 out of 10. So, after the match, uh, got Ita, and Daga what the Daga later, Ridgeway and Haida, which by the way, we will get a Junior Heavyweight tag team match between Oga and Ida and Ridgeway and Haida, and uh, Great Village and Yokohama on March 19th. Then we get an uh, 8-man tag team match, and this is our fifth match. This is from the DDT Pro promotion. So we have the 10-man tag champs with 37 Command. They are the KOD tag champs, Mayo and Juma Kashimoto. They team with Yoki Ino and Toyo Kojima. They defeat Burning's Six man tag team to see the Eno, and you have Kororoku and they table Hidaki Oketani, and Takashi Masta. So the command they get the win and nine minutes six seconds when you know hit Master with the WR. I give this match six out of ten. Seventh match we had our first two in a promotional six man tag team match and this is the it's Dragon Gate first Noah. So, Ashwood Chabot, Alhijra, Dr. Wagner, Jr., now Moji Mirafuji, and Nanjimak. They defeated Dragon Gate Seabrats. Open the Dream Gate, James Jr., Skywalker, Kai, and D Monte at 11 minutes and 20 seconds via Moonsaw on Kai. Not that match. I give it six out of 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our seventh match, our other interpromotional six man tag match this time, it is Noah versus All Japan Poor Wrestling. So, Congo, that is Kenno, Kachihiko, Nakajima, and Basoya. Soya. They defeated Team All-Japan Ball Wrestling. That is one half of the World games, Yuma Oagai, Kento Miyahara, and Swama, via PSF on Oagai at 15 minutes and 37 seconds. I give this match 7 out of 10. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Nakajima and Kento in the Champions Carnival. That is All-Japan Ball Wrestling's version of the G1 Climax or Noah's N1 victory. So after the match, Miyahara and Nakajima had a uh, stare down. Then we had her. Ninth match of the night. This is Nasawa Range's retirement match. This is a tag team match. So Tokyo Jirenante, that's Nasawa Range and Masa. They lost to both clubs Ghetto and Taiji Shimori. He put via bloody Cross on Nasawa. Four minutes and 43 seconds. This was short. I didn't like it too much. I give it two out of 10. So after the match, uh, Nasawa bats in the Tokyo Dome cheers. And then he heads to the back. So, we, our first off, two champ First champ matches, we had the IWGB Junior Heavyweight Champion Hirom Takahashi defeat GC Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, Amakuska. If you had Time Bomb at 11 minutes and 2 seconds, I give this match 8 out of 10. I recommend checking this match out. And our other champ First Chamber match, we had the IWGB World Heavyweight Champion Kasushka Akada. He defeated GC Heavyweight Champion Kitu Kiyamiya. In 16 minutes and 32 seconds via Rainmaker, this was an excellent match. I give it 9 out of 10. So before our main event, the match 11, we thought was the original. We thought it was main, Masahiro Chono. He walks in the ring, cuts a promo honoring Akira Mudo before recapping his career. So we go to that main match 11, I'm just going to say, to Kujimoto's retirement match. To see Naito defeating Kijimoto at 28 minutes and 58 seconds via Destino. I actually... Thought this man was way better than I expected. I give this eight out of 10. So after the match, Mudo grabs the microphone. He cuts a promo. He thanks the crowd. And then he called Master Chino into the ring. He called, he challenged to an impromptu match. Then he asked uh, Tiger Hattori, who is a former New Japan World Wrestling referee, in his impromptu bout. Chino did hesitate his first, but once Music gets, he got to the ring. So we get this impromptu main event, Match 12. Master defeat defeated Kujimoto in a minute, 37 seconds via STF. For like almost a two-minute match, I give it 5 out of 10. So after the match, remember, Muto walks through the ramp for his final send-off, and then we get the pyro send-off in the Tokyo Dome. Then we get the faces of Muto, Misawa, and Shin- Shinya Hashimoto stretch across the Tokyo Dome. So that was Kujimoto's grand finale match. Actually, it wasn't that bad of a show. Honestly, if I had to recommend the shows for matches, I'd say check out both the Battle of the Junior World Champions and the, bat- the Battle of the World Champs. And the Mudo Nidal match. That's probably the only ones I recommend checking out. But that was the Kujimoto show. Now I'll round out NXT. So we kick it off with uh Chuck Williams coming down the ring with a microphone. He says he's proved to the NXT universe that he's just more than talk and backs up everything he says. Then he says A Dragonoff can do everything he wants, but he'll beam to an oblivion. <laughs> Excuse me. So we go to that match now. So uh Trick takes a shot at Dragunov before the bell. And as soon as the bell rings, uh Ilya wastes no time. He hits a kick to a Trick, but Williams drives him to the corner. Dragonov comes with a pair of chops and alongside chin lock. Williams just and hits a right hand, but Dragonov fires back with a chop. Dragon falls him with a jumping knee. He comes in the middle rope, but uh Williams pulls him off and Dragonov hits a kick to the midsection. He falls out with a pair of right hands across his spine, him and one across his neck and with him into the corner. Then he hits a lariat and climbs to the middle rope before William pushes him off and sends him crashing to the outside as JD McDonough is sauntering down the ringside to watch on. Williams gets dragged off in the ring, goes for a cover, with only got two count. That sends us to a commercial break. We come back from break. McDonough has joined commentary as Williams is one down Dragonoff. He delivers a few elbows to the back of Dragonoff's neck, but Dragonoff comes back with a modified lariat. Then he hits a jumping right hand and climbs to the top rope. Then he hits a knee for a two count. Boy since of crashing the mat. He tried to go for a dive, but Elay gets out, ducks out of the way, hits a German suplex, in and a torpedo masko for the win at 13 minutes and eight seconds. This was actually a fun opener. I get a seven out of ten. And after the match, JD at Alia are steering another one Now, Then we go back to see one half of the NXT woman tag, James found Henley in the locker room worrying. She tells Broke Jansen for his for her voice call card back and Josh Briggs walks in. Henley tells Briggs she's worried about Jensen. Briggs tells her that Jensen will get her message if he listens to her. Many voicemails she's left and tells her to stop. Henley asks Briggs if he found it suspicious that Keon James will hide the fact the man she was told was her brother on the phone. Briggs said while well, it was weird she ruined their Valentine's date and she agreed to drop it and walks away as she was going to go talk to Keon James in person. Then we hit with a video of Miko Moore teaching a class. As the women's champion Roxanne Perez asked to join, and Miko tells her she's welcome to do so. So we get to, so we see some train her students, and they all begin to jump like flies. As Perez, as the extra getting harder and harder, so they finished doing one thousand squats. As Roxanne was about to leave, more told her that was just a warm up, as this would be continued. So, Tyler Bate comes onto the ring next for our next statement. He expresses gratitude and support of the NFC universe and thanks him for continuing their support no matter who he faces. He says he's about to embark on a spiritual journey before he continues discussions, music hits, and they head to the ring. So, is Tyler Bate's gimmick now a hippie? Oh, I mean, no offense, but he's ever again a hippie gimmick from Tyler Bate? So, Gazy uh, comes on the ring since he and people he say Bate are kind spirits. Bates that he is interested in joining the group before Ava reigns such kind spirits in some ways, but not always. cases you have to be more careful who you surround yourself with. As the rest of Schism begins surrounding him. Casey schism is his real family and says that he'll give him a glimpse of life of what he could be like. He has bait if he wants to feel the power of the division before Ava says that he has no one. Well, this schism is four roots, one tree. Also, we hear the chase used music as they all run down to provide bait with some support. So we go to that second match, that match now as Chase, you Andre Tracy, Duke Hudson go against Dyads, Rip Fowler, and Jagger Reed. So Duke is bound over Rip Fowler. Hudson hits a short tackle and tags in Andre Chase. Chase hits a chop to hold before Jagger Reed tags in and delivers a right hand to Chase's head. He fires some several times and begins wearing Chase down. Fire tags back and hits a stomp and hits a tombstone. Reed tags in and goes out to the shoulder of Chase, but Chase makes a hot take to Duke Hudson. And, uh, Rip tags in. Duke hits a back elbow, series of right hands, and a senton. Andre tags and hits a into Guri. Super can go for a cover for a two count. Hudson tags back in and he closes on Fowler to the outside. But Reed rolls him up for a two count. Riff Fowler tags back in and he pulls Hudson to the outside before Reed hits a Tope Suicido for a commercial break. We come back from break. Hudson plants Fowler with a back body drop. Chase and Reed tag in Chase fires off some right hands and a for Tama drop. of up with several more right hands. To, and then followed by double D-E-T to the diat Chase hits a twisting neckbreaker before Levin found on the outside with a moonsault. Then they cross crossbody off the top of the to for a two count. So they go back and forth right hands before Chase hits a side rush leg sweep. Followed by the Chase U-Stomps. A Rain stares on Thea Hill and approaches on the outside before Chase gets in the middle of it. Duke tags and hits ree with a German suplex. But the Diane gets about and hits a double co-breaker to score the victory. At 12 minutes and 20 seconds. This actually wasn't too bad of a match. I give it 6 out of 10. So after the match Hudson lets his frustrations towards Chase and Hale. He tells Thea that she needs to grow up as Thea cries out of fear. Then he asks Chase whether he or not he's running a university or a charity. Ooh, Sorry. <laughs> the people will his Mr. Stones with Vaughn Wagner. Stone asks Wagner if he's ready to open up. And then Vaughn asks Mr. Stone what he wants from him. Before Tony, D'Angelo and Stax walk in. D'Angelo tells Wagner he stole his American North American title shot from and Wagner asks him if he wants to talk to him. Stax says Wagner should be a comedian, but it won't be funny because when Angel beat them down, Stone tells Wagner not to accept the match, and Wagner did listen at first, but Stax and D'Angelo him on till Fawn finally accepted. So we got the match later in the show. Some rounds passage in the interview. Mackenzie Mitchell is with Drew Gulak, and she asked why he turned on Hank Walker last week. And Gulak said he just wants some guy to be to come to his class. He said NXT, he can actually handle opportunities to be the best of the best. And while Walker is a nice guy, you can't be afraid to wear any limbs. He says Dempsey isn't afraid to do that. I'll close that interview segment. Then we get a... Uh, Package of Soul Ruck, so she's to try new things in order to prove in every aspect possible. Where she does this actually cool uh skateboard trick. So we go to our third third match. We got JC Jane going Indy Hartwell. The match starts with a lockup. Jane delivers a right hand and knee, but Hartwell centers in the corner hits a pair of shoulder arm clotheslines, but JC fires back with a couple of sentons and a snap mirror, kick to the back for a two-count heart, and then JC Jane walks in a chin lock. Hartwell indie escapes and hits a couple right hands, and then a spine buster wide upper kind of boot but Jane sends her into the corner for hitting the cannonball and the boot to Hartwell's head as JC Jane yells at her go for another move here comes Gigi Dolan out of nowhere and attacks uh JC Jane for the DQ so Jason Jane gets the DQ in at five minutes and eight seconds it was already right. I give it four out of 10. then after mm-hmm. match Dolan whips Jane into the barricade multiple times then brawls up to the ramp to the back up oh, before she gets barricade. the bar- try to go for the boot the same boot that Jane tried to do the, the hit Gigi with the door. <clears throat> but I broke it up. So they followed it back. Then we go to our second part of that training session between Miko Samor and Roxanne Perez. They show some respect to one another after the session. And Moore tells her the winning comes from the heart, not the muscles. As mm-hmm. we continue getting this match um, preview hug for the women's tall match at Roblox on March 7th. So then, all of a sudden, we get Sois Darks. Interview backstage, probably she was done with Soul Broken before challenging Saw More to a match, which is beneficial. Then we get our, ne- our next match match number four, a non title match with NXT tag champs Gallus. Mark Coffey and Wolfgang go against Idris Nofe and, and Malik Blade. So Mark Coffey and Malik Blade lock up. Blade looks for a draw, kick but Coffey, Ducks, and Tags, and Wolfgang. Wolfgang hits an uppercut, takes coffee back in. Coffee hits a forearm series so of an uppercuts and plants blade. Also, we see two men walk to the ringside area with a cake as an off-aid tags in. He hits Wolfgang with a drop kick since the top one hits an elbow drop for a two count. Blade takes in hits and mark hits a back oh, elbow. Well. Wolfgang tags in Galaxy Power Slam running elbow combo on Malik Blade to score the win at three minutes and 49 seconds. Five out of great. five out of ten. This wasn't a bad match. So after the match, the two boys come inside the ring with the cake and it reads Happy Anniversary. They tell Gals on behalf of the Pretty Daily, happy to hear that they lost the NXT UK tag team dolls to Pretty Daily. So Wolfgang sends both of them's faces into the cake, sends them out of the ring before Pretty Daily appear and attack with chairs from behind. They take a few shots Gals before, send him in the ring steps. Pretty Daily hits the Spill Milk on the Wolfgang on the steps and then they hold the NXT tag dolls over the head to stand tall. I imagine this is probably going to be the stand deliver match in April. I wrestle me a Saturday, but we can see. <laughs> Excuse me. There was a vintage a double a, a finished, <clears throat> sorry, video package of Never Remind Paul Cruz who have them every big moment. They say he's coming to hurt Cruz for leaving him alone in the main roster and promise to be the one to take Apollo Cruz out of the wrestling world. Then we get Stevie Turner, who are entered the progress, and DB the Stevie Ramanizer, where she double a random. Uh, NXT Superstar. So this week, Shovel will Facaria her and a NXT before that saying that falcaria was no match to her. Then we go to that next match. Tony, Our next match, Tony D'Angelo goes well with Fawn Wagner. Match starts up with a lockup before D'Angelo delivers a back elbow, but Wagner shows him in the corner and a few shorts of the midsection. Falls on a pair of knees, but D'Angelo hits a series of right hands. But Fawn hits a big boot as Mr. Stone sits down in a chair at ringside. Fawn falls up with a clothesline. Body slammer standing elbow drop. He sends D'Angelo face first in the top turnbuckle. Then tries to go, hits two sets of splash. Hits a splash, tries to go for another but D'Angelo moves out of the way. pair of clotheslines, belly to belly, spine buster. Then hits a back suit box into the clothesline combo for the win at 3 minutes and 49 seconds. I his 3 out of 10. Too short of a match. So after the match, Von Weidner and Mishner are getting out of the ring as Kelly Kincaid joins. Stacks and D'Angelo in the ring. The angel thanks Stack for his loyalty after the fence between him and Dijack last week. Since this thing has to end, so Kincaid asks how he plans to do so. So he challenges Dijack to a jailhouse street fight at Roblox. Close that, save it. So we'll probably get that answer for Dijack this Tuesday on NXT. Then we go backstage. Mackenzie Mitchell is with the Nikia Lyons, and she has in Lyons. Can tell you anything she can remember as she was attacked in the park a lot a couple weeks ago. And then Lyons said she'd be walking out for 11 months to a year. Lyons says she had, one more, had more to say, but she can't remember anything because she was hit from behind. All of a sudden, Tiffany Strad walks, and that's why everyone's talking about this when this time can be dedicated towards her. They get to a verbal altercation where uh, Tiffany Strad storms off. Then we get Tame Paxley walk- wishes. I be mean, not luck, and Niall is surprised to hear that she has joined her ringside. She has Paxi, Ayla, Dawn, and Abifar getting to her. Passy says no. Niall is that their team and Don and Far are just wanting to get in their heads. <clears throat> there we go. Kamala Hayes and Trick Williams are talking in the medical area before Tyler Bates crashes one of efforts against Eli off earlier in the show. Hayes praises Bates' abilities but told Bates to keep his way away from the NXT title because that is his title shot, which is true. So match number six, we get Ivy Nile goes against Alba Fire. Fire sends Nile to the mat, then delivers a chop. Nile whips Fire into the corner, but Fire Alba sends her crash into the mobile, hits her face first, hits a kick across her chest for a two-count. Ivy fires on a couple of forearms, but Fire hits the knee. Ivy hits a kick to Fire's chest and sets up the glory bomb. Ivy reverses it to a, a pinning predicament for a two-count. Ivy sets up uh, Alba Farr versus DT, but Aladon gets on the apron. Patsy gets on the other side, yells it, but Alba Farr sends Ivy crashing into Tatum. So Tatum falls off the apron. Alba hits the glory bomb to put Ivy not away at 2 minutes and 58 seconds. Ivy 2 out of 10, not a big fan of this match. A lot of these matches were too short, honestly. Did we get a video package of the NXT champ, Brock Breaker, have this match against General Health later in the show for the title. We come back from break. We get Keon James sitting in her office. Fallon Helly walks in and says she was Rombo James on the phone, but she could have told her the truth. James says she didn't have to tell her in order to build up trust between them. So Fallon apologizes. Keon accepts. It, accepts. It's just everyone gets jealous sometimes. Well, Fallon takes her statement. They shake hands. The Mackenzie Mitchell is with the North American champion, Wes Lee, with him saying he's issued an open challenge for this Tuesday on NXT for the title. Which is big confirmed. We'll find out who accepts. Then, our seventh and final match to the main event, Braun Breaker defends the NXC title against Jinder Mahal. So, Masters will lock up. Mahal slides Breaker to the mat, then hits a short tackle, but Braun comes back with his own. And the sheer pulls Mahal. He tried to go for normal, but the sheer pulls him out of the ring. So, Breaker hits a flip over the top rope, to taking all three men out. We get back in the ring they take each other down with clotheslines as the creep brothers are brawling with andrew sheer at ringside for that sense. it took commercial break we come back from break breaker plants mahal he delivers a suplex from mahal fires back with a boot off the apron he sends his head bouncing off the announce table and then sends them crashing into the ring steps Toss him back in the ring then he goes for a cover for our two count mahal rings out right right hands and a pair of elbows breaker fires back with a vertical suplex as they go back for right hands Breaker gets the upper hand, delivers a German suplex, falls him with a spine buster. They spill to the outside for Breaker, since Mahal head head bounce off the announce table. Gets him back in the ring, falls him inside, but uh, Mahal catches him with a knee, followed by a suplex. Breaker comes back with a fierce shoulder to the midsection of Mahal. Hurrican off the top rope, climbs to the middle, and he goes fine. But Mahal catches him with a boot, tries to go for the claws, but Breaker escapes and nails the spear. To get the win, retain the NXT title at 10 minutes and 47 seconds this match, 6 out of 10. Then after the match, here comes Kamala Hayes staring down Braun Breaker before we go off the air. We get the Stay and Deliver logo pop up. We thought it was... I actually thought it was Hayes challenging Breaker for that, but nope. It was Grayson Waller takes over the show from the production truck. He taunts Shawn Michaels and breaks, but taking over the production truck. He's his new show, showstopper. And since he's in Michaels is the Mr. WrestleMania, he would be Mr. Stay and Deliver. Any challenges might me in the ring at Roblox on a special edition of Gracie Waller Effect to close out NXT. Honestly, this week's NXT was kind of bland, Well, it was not a big fan of the show. But if I had to pick what I say the only match I, re- I can check out would be the opener. And maybe the Chase You Die match, but that's really it. So Friday on Level Up. We get Axel going on with Kale Dixon. So Rocker goes on low Loa Feist. And Damon Kemp and Tavon Heights go against Miles Bourne and Tank Ledger. So then the Wednesday on NXT, we have Wesley defending Norfolk to be determined, open challenge. Then we're going to turn for the NXT Women's Title. Miko Salmore goes on with Sully Starks. And Kamara Hayes goes on with Tyler Bate. That's like an excellent match. And made for Roblox on March 7th. Roxanne Perez defends the Women's Title against Miko Salmore. And we don't know if this is 100% confirmed yet, but Tony D'Angelo has challenged Dijack to a J.O. Street fight. We're just waiting on Dijack to accept. So that was NXT. Now we go to Dragon Gate again. Mm-hmm. This is Ray by Harris, 9:10, February 21st. So, and Dimension with Ohio. Asian of Seabrass, they defeated Dragon Dia and ho ho via Diving Zenton on ho ho 10 minutes and 11 seconds. Strong Machine Jade defeat Yoshi via pinfall, 12 minutes and 15 seconds. In 6 man minute, 10 dimension, we had Ultimate Dragon Yamamoto and Don Fuji. They defeated Dragon Kid Jinky Horiguchi and Keiichi Tora for 11 minutes to go on Horiguchi. 11 minutes and 45 seconds. An eight-man title team match we have goal class with gold class defeat M3K Fia Spear on Moshoki Jr., 14 minutes and 9 seconds. An A-block of the Ray De Paris. We have <clears throat> natural fighters Jason Lee and Jackie Fuckame. They go to five points. They defeat D Kurge, who stay at three points. Fia Crucifix hold on Yoshik Oka. 19 minutes and 23 seconds. So the standings at A-block. Kota <clears throat> Mirror and BB Hogg of the Open Triangle gate chambers. Goal class and jason lee and jackie Falk of natural fives they stay af- they go to five points but they have two wins one loss and one draw and masuki and masuki, masuki, masuki jr they also stay at five points but they have one win one loss and two draws and then in last place we have a three-way tie for three points so c perhaps is high on ishan they have three points they stay at one win one loss one draw Yoshikarakado and Kayo Nagato have three points, they have one win, two losses, one draw. And D they have three points, no wins, no losses, and two draws. And B Block, it's they all pretty much the same as the only show was A-block. So Shimon Skywalker and Kyle Seabras, they say have six points, three wins, no losses. Sumo Mosuki and Yashikanda, they have six points, three wins, one loss. The Dragons, they have finished their tournament. They have 4 points, 2 wins, 3 losses. They're in 2nd place. Yamato and Yarki Doyle. They have 3 points, 1 loss, 0 win. 1 win, 0 losses, and 1 draw. And the machines are at 3 points also, but they have 1 win, 2 losses, 1 draw. They're in 3rd place. And Manior and Banke of Gold Class, they have no wins. They have 0 points, no wins, 4 losses. So that was uh, Dragon Gate. Then we'll go to AEW Dark. Again, you catch my review on the 3 podcast, unofficial on wrestling audio. So we have 13 matches. So Matt Siddharth defeat Slim J, 10 minutes and 31 seconds. Julia Hart defeat Delvin McCarwick, 2 minutes and 47 seconds. And Tag's match in the work horseman. Anthony Henry J Drake defeat Jay Malege and Oliver Sawyer, 4 minutes and 10 seconds. The Renegade 10, Charlotte and Robin Renegade defeat the Blair twins, Lizzie and Payne. <clears throat> two minutes and 27 seconds. Preston fans defeat Blanco Loco, two minutes and six seconds. Tony Deppin defeat Cap Colony, four minutes and 39 seconds. And more tag team matches with Deion Savage, Boulder, and Bronson defeat Chris Sanson and Terry Kidd, two minutes and five seconds. George Joel and Rah- Raheet Raju defeat Bryce Kent and Dale Springs, three minutes and nine seconds. Every Salker defeat Billy Starks, nine minutes and 11 seconds. Brady Booker defeat Dak Draper, three minutes and 51 seconds. In trio section, we have the wingman, Caesar Benoni, Peter Avalon, and Ryan Nemeth. They defeat Jared Diaz, Jay Marr, and Richard Adonis, three minutes and 50 seconds. match matching Jeff Jarrett and Saddam Singh defeat the boys, Brandon and Brett Tate, three minutes and 57 seconds. And the main event, Trent Barrett defeating Tony Neese, 14 minutes and 14 seconds. So that was AEW Dark. Now we'll go to MLW Underground. So we can go with footage from the party where real one was struck by a car. Mace Warner got out of the car and told real one not to ever steal from Redneck before he calls him a Yankee piece of shit. Then he told Charlie, who was the um crew member of the production team. Not telling when he was drinking and driving. Okay. Uh so same Adonis and Caesar Duran hit to the ring with two of Caesar's mass henchmen. Once again, the ring Doran hold up a briefcase that contains one million pesos. He said the fans weren't very good at math and couldn't make the conversion, but he said it was enough money to satisfy all d- their drinking habits, as we are, they were in Philadelphia 2300 Arena. During said he would give the mic to anyone who could be Adonis, so he passes the mic to Adonis, who is Corey brother, who delivered a rhyming promo by himself and then healed on the crowd. So that was accepted by Calvin Tankman. So Adonis walks through the ropes and hits a blockbuster. Adonis struck the very well during chokes Tankman over the ropes as EJ Nugent, still on the broadcast table. that by the way, they are world team champions. As, uh, as is taping. <clears throat> so Don's walks from again, but Tegman knocks him down. Tangman falls with a short block that knocks him off the apron. Then Calvin knocks Sam down with a backfist, and then he goes for a cover, but he grabs the rope for a rope break. Don's comes from with a low blow. while shielding the referee, then hits a 450 splash to score the win. Not a bad match. Five out of ten. Soon after the match, E.J. no good. still in the broadcast table to play the referee. Adonis gets a mic to talk about wrestling in the, United States in the United States compared to Mexico. Then he asks for a title shot and calls out the national openweight champion, Davey Richards. So he comes, makes his entrance and he joins Adonis in the ring. Sam points at the high event. She had over Richards, but who quickly cleaned him from the ring. The mass henchman attacks him and Sam Adonis joins to the beat them. All of a sudden, goes John Hennigan. He makes his Enters down in the ring with a chair in hand. He entered, and all the he- heels fled the ringside. All of a sudden he turns and nails Richards with the chair. So they all come back, and then John Hagan beats down David Richards. Durante boosts both the best luchers in MLW and says all the champions will be with them. Then we have break. We get a brief Yamo video package and become an MLW world champion. So we go to commercial break. We come back from break. Joe. Tom Brodsky plays the question whether Hannigan was staying in MOW. Since there will be more details later in the show, I also helped to <coughs> hyped up the Maven between Hammerstone and Yaman for the world title. So then we go to our tag team match to build the Bulldogs. That's Thomas and Mark. Go against the FBI, little Guido, and Ray Jazz. Ray Jazz connects with a running cross body block that's all Kevin Thomas built in out of the ring. Thomas closed a little grio around to his corner. Jazz fought up the belt and out for one, but Mark catches him with a, catches him when he leaves a route and hit a doomsday device draw kick for the quick win. I give this two out of ten. And then we get a uh, ex- I'll ask the same on Jacob Font too later in the show. Then we get a brief calling type airs and of the imagery along with shots of the past victims who've been attacked by this. Then we get a recap of the view to your real one, Miss Warner. So Sam Laterna interviews the world champ Alexander Hammerstone. The calling card images flash on the screen while Hammerstone spoke. Hammerstone said that he's looking forward to facing Jacob a super fight. It was already taped back on February 4th, but again not doing spoilers fought two teeth to a his battle ride contract before them, so he dared him to do it. Hammer says he's ready Regardless of rather than two to of super fight or cash in on the show. So turn is with a different champion. This time he's with the National Openweight Champion Dave Richards on the stage. Richards mocks all the names that Hennigan has had and came up with some of his own. Before he said he called him Dr. Richards, but the fans of Philadelphia called him the American Wolf. Richard, this is a fine city, he's a fine champion. So the Worm appears on the big screen, as a series about before he says he has the right man. So he walks to the He that he will see Richards on next week's edition of Underground. Before Richard, he'll kick his ass next week. So that, that match has beneficial for the national open weight title. And then we see and then Dombrowski said the authorities were on scene where real one got where real, ran over Warner ran over real one with his car. Then we get a field package on Jacob Fatu. Fun two delivers and five a high voltage power area. He spoke about how he could cash on Hammerstone any grocery store or tell it's walk down the street or Hammerstone with at the gym. It's a he's a it's a wrap that going take it will be cashed at Super Fight. Then we go to that Maven Alex Hammerstone goes one at Yama, Yamamoto. So Hammerstone hits a suplex on him. He goes down, but Yamamoto slips out of it, ends up on the apron, then he calls him off the apron. Did join the. We come back a break. He sees them on the top rope. He headbutts Hammerstone a few times and suplexes them where they stood up. But Hammerstone puts him down with a suplex on his own. Once both men got to their feet, they trade form strikes. Yamato dates Hammerstone with a form, then turns back to him. So Hammerstone suplexes him again, then hits him with a powerbomb for a two count. Yamato comes back with a fairy offense, but Hammerstone comes up with a clothesline, then hits the nightmare pendulum for the win to retain the world title. This was like five and a half minutes. I gave it a seven out of ten. Easily best match of the night. Then we come. Then after the match, uh, there's a man wearing a gas mask. He walked in and opened a box to Hammerstone, who ended up taking it. Hammerstone opened the box where there was a dead octopus inside. The broadcast team wondered what that could possibly mean. They also spoke about the men in the gas mask, wondering what the message was. Hammerstone left the box of ringside and hit towards the back. Once he made it to the stage, Jacob Fautou's image appears on the big screen. Was stopped. Hammerstone in his tracks. So Fatu walked on a mic in his hand and played to the crowd. Fatu said he's he knows he's the winner. He says the MLW World Cup belongs to him. He said he wasn't the only one in Philly who, Philly who felt that way. As a Fatu champ broke out. So Fatu said he'll face Hammerstone in a super fight. Then told the crowd to chant with him if you want to happen now. Hammerstone puts Fatu down with a big boot. So they start training punches. Security got involved. Fatu broke up appropriate dive off the a- on the hammer. So they had a pull apart to close up this week's Hammer Underground. Wasn't a bad episode. I'd probably just say check out the world title match. But that was Emerald Underground. Now we'll go to uh, AW Wednesday Night Dynamite on February 22nd. So Orange Cash retains all-night telegraphs, where you're 16 minutes and 51 seconds. And then, uh, tag team match, and D Clane defeat the firm's big bill, Lee Moriarty, seven minutes and 12 seconds. Soraya defeat Sky Blue, three minutes and 42 seconds. And our first up to Revolution qualifying battle royals this one's a normal 10 team battle royal. Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, they defeat already fighting Tony Nice. Ozzy open, that's Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis. Chuck Taylor, and Tramparetta up best friends. But, infection, and Canarbre, Preston, Phantom roosh the Butcher and the Blade, The Dark Order, Alex Rouse, John Silver, Jericho, Precious Studies, Angel Parker, and Matt Menard. Pentagon Jr. Ray Fenix as the Lucha Bros. And Top Flight, Dante, Martin, and Darius Martin. 18 minutes and 32 seconds. And John Moxley defeat Evil Uno. 6 minutes and 14 seconds. So that was Dynamite. Now we go to our first... Um, so this is New Japan, Pro and CML. They brought the return back to Fantasca Mania Tour. It's only six nights. So this is night one, February 22nd. So we're in Tag Team match with Taiji Chimor, and Ghetto a Bullet Club, defeat Yota Nakashima, and Captain Suicida. And some of these names from CML, I do apologize if I butcher them. I don't watch a lot of CML. I, like, I know a few people, but if I mispronounce the names, I do apologize. So Bolocom got the win at 5 minutes 43 seconds via Yes Lock on Nakashima. In more tight team match in this one, we had just four guys Doki and Yoshiba Okamaru, DTV, Raya Oyo, and Magata Blanca via figure four Leglock on Oyoa, seven minutes and three seconds, and six-minute tie team match with Hydro Day no 3, Okamura and Barbara Kabonaro, DTV, Yo, Tiger Mask 4, and Delos Gardina via backbreaker on Gardena, Garnina, 7 minutes and 57 seconds. An 8-man tag team match with Alex, Los and all Junior heavyweight Champion, Takahashi. World Walter Tourate Teton, Bushi, and Nano to Defeat 6 or 9, Rusuke Taguchi, and Masturato. Jose Fujita, and Zabonaro Jr., Phil Mudolock um, on Fujita, 10 minutes and 15 seconds. 6-man tag team match with Joe, Tampalaro, and Hezaneiro Zero. Gennaro, I'm not 100% sure how to say that name, so I do apologize. They defeat number openweight six-man El Desperado, Foto Jr., and Ray Comenta, from Brojo on Kamenita, 10 minutes and 36 seconds. And the main event, we had the CML world heavyweight champ Otto Guerrero, and the last year did defeated NWA world historical middleweight champ Mistico and Hiroshi Tanahashi, for Alenta Dia on Mystico, 10 minutes and 11 seconds. So that was the first time of the Fantasica Media Tour. So now we go to Thursday, February 23rd. This is last night's show. So this is night two from K- Kaido, Japan in the KBS Hall. So the opening match, we had Doki and Yoshi represent just four guys. These y- Yoto Nakashima and Rei. Countia via roll up on Ray, 4 minutes and 47 seconds. Bullet Club, Ghetto, and Taji Shimori defeat Raya Odaway and Captain Zelucida via Yes Log on Odawa, 6 minutes and 11 seconds. And 6 man tire match with Hydro de F- F- Finello, number 3, Okamura and Bar- Barbaro Cavanaro defeat Master Wild, Tiger Mask 4, and Dolores Gardina via Inside Credo on Dolores, 7 minutes and 53 seconds. Eight man tied to match with L.A.J. defeating Yale, Rusuke Deguchi, Kosuya Fujita, and Sabrinao Jr. via springboard double stomp on Fujita, 14 minutes and 24 seconds. And six man tied to match with C.M.A. World with champ Altuvo Guerrero, never openweight six man tag team, him, and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeat Cho, Tamburo, and Hedges Zero via high fly flow on Hedges 13 minutes and 11 seconds. And the main event, Tempero and last Junior defeat NWA World Styrical, Hysterical Middleweight Chimp Mystico and Flauto Junior via El Tempo on Flauto Junior. 11 minutes and 16 seconds. So that was night two of the Fantasca Mania Tour. Now we go to Stardom and Matsumoto. So opening match, Yuna Misori. defeat Mayo Amasaki via Tropical Smasher. 9 minutes and 48 seconds. Tackle defeat Sai Ida via Poison Spider Death Drop. 7 minutes and 50 seconds. Then, triple threat tag team match on our third match of the night. Club Phoenix, Shiro Shirokawa, and Mariah May defeat Oyatai, like Ruka, Stars is Koguma and Momo Kongo, and, Sorry, Stars, Kogama and Momo Kongo. Fiat Tombstone, Paul Jar on Congo. Eight minutes and 28 seconds. Our fourth match, six woman tag team match with Oyatai. That's Momo Wandanabe, Saki Kashima, and Natsuko Tora, defeat Cosmic Angels, of Tam Nakano, Natsupoi and Waka Tasu Yokayama foot Fiasashi driver on Waka, nine minutes and fifty-seven seconds. Our fifth match, we have women's tag team, six for one tag team match God's Eyes, future of Star Enchamin Amisori. Suri and Mari defeat stars, Mayo watanabe Hasuki and Han free ground so on Han limits and 20 seconds. And the main eight woman to match with Donna, Donna Del Mondo. That's one well, of star champ Julia, Micah, Himaga, and my Sakuri. Defeat Queen is wonder of star champion Sai Kantani, high speed champion Asumi, Itami Hayashida, and Lady C for a running power bomb on Lady C. 15 minutes and 41 seconds. So that is stardom. Now we go to Dragon Gates. Ray departs uh, night 11. So. In tag team match, non-title action, we had um, the Open Triangle Gate James Gold Class, Kota Minora, BB Hawk and Ben K. They defeat natural fighters Jason Lee, Jackie Funk Kame, and Strong Machine J for Masakari on Jackie Funk Kame, 10 minutes and 29 seconds. In tag team match, we had Ita and Hoa They defeat Takashi Yoshida and Punch Tamanaga via elbow drop on Punch, 9 minutes and 1 second. Another non-title action. We had Hyo defeat Open the Brave Gate Champ, Mayora, via pinfall, 5 minutes and 59 seconds. In A block, we had d Kirsch they go to 5 points to defeat Kato Nagato and Yoshikai, Yoshi Ikikato, who stay at 3 points by submission via Boston Crab on Nagino, 10 minutes and 58 seconds. In a B block, we had C-Practice, Open the Dream Gate Champ, Shun Skywalker, and Kai. They go to 8 points. They defeat Yamamoto and Norik Doyle. Who say at three points via disqualification, 11 minutes and 49 seconds. And the main event, six man tag team match with the Dragons, Ultimate Dragon, Dragon Kit, and Dragon Dia. They defeat M3K via Ultra, Ultra, Harakarara, and Machisuki, 13 minutes and 43 seconds. So, with the standings after night 11, so we have. A four-way tie at first with five points. So, open and try to get James Gold Class, Kota Minora, and BB Hulk. And Jason Lee, Jack, and Funky Kame of natural fives. They have five points, two wins, one loss, one draw. Mashisuki, Masasaki, Masasaki, and Masasaki Jr. They also have five points, but they have one win, one loss, two draws. And D. Kirch, they have five points as well, but they have one win, zero losses, two lo- two draws. And in last place, Yoshiiki Kaito and Kaito Najino nagato they have three points they have one win three losses and one draw so that then in their tournament in C. Bratzis, and Seabrats is high on each they also have three points but they have one of each one win one loss one draw and then in b block we have C is open to dream gate skywalker and kai they have eight points four wins zero losses so Moshi, So Su, suki and yashikana of m3k there's they have six points three wins one loss in third place, the Dragons, Dragon D and Dragon Kid. They have four points, two wins, three losses. In fourth points, fourth place, we have Yamato and Yarki Doyle. They have three points, one win, one loss, one draw. And the Machines also have three points, but they have one win, two losses, one draw. In last place, we have Open the Great Gate Chimp, Minara, and Open the Triangle Gate Chimp, of off Gold Class. They have zero points, no wins, four losses. So that was Dragon Gate Knight. 11. now we go to WWE main event from February 23rd. So we have Cedric Alexander going on with Akira Tisella. We have a fist bump to start the matchup, which will respect. Alexander gets an early takedown over a slot, but Tasella was able to escape. Tasella hits an arm drag, tries a second one, and hits a second one, tries to go for a third, but Alexander blocks it. Uh, Tasella does a hit scissors takedown. Off the middle rope, he tries to fly, but got back body drop on the apron. And Alexander plays with a Yarnagi on the apron, has to get back in the ring. Then a kick to the back, got a two count. Alexander gets a grounded chin lock. Tassel punches way out and hits a hurricanrana. Running knee from Tisselle, but he goes to the top rope, he throws his body Alexander with a back elbow for a two count. Alexander opens way out fireman's carried and fires off some chops. Tassel responds with his own chops, an open hand to the face. Alexander hits a miniature drop for a two count. And he just Tosawa charging in. Lombard check counter and Tosawa gets a roll for a two count. Tosawa misses bending kick and Alexander hits the lombard check for the win at four minutes and 59 seconds. Not a bad match. I get five out of ten. Then we get a uh, we go back some highlights of the elimination chair match or the undisputed title match. We go back to while with the same Kevin Owens segment. We go back to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view as Oscar wins the Raw Women's Total Number Contenders Elimination Chamber match. And then uh, back to Raw with the, debut, uh, the Raw debut of Ding Dong Hello, where we set the Women's Tag Team Title Match. Then we go back to SmackDown in Montreal, where Bray Wyatt has his eyes set on the winner of the Lashley-Lesnar match. <clears throat> and then speaking of that match, we go back to the Chamber where Lashley won the match by DQ as Lesnar kicked him in the privates and then just destroyed him after the match. Then we go back to this past Monday on Raw, where Lashley destroys Elias. Then we set up our main event, the tag team match. Candice Laurie and Mia Yim goes against Dan and Broke and Tamina. Tamina and Dan Broke start the matchup. Broke hit a hits take that. They trade Jeff for covers for no count for either. Tamina takes herself in as Tamina powers her down. But Mia Yim gets a hit as a takedown. Jack for Broke. And one for Tamina. Kissel right to stereo draw kick. Sends to the floor. That says to a commercial break. We come back from break. Um, Ian working over Tamino. in the corner and punches. Tamina lands a super kick out of the corner and a slam. Broke in and pounds away for a bit before Tamina. Comes back in the match. Tamina hits a chin lock. Pulls medium down by the hair. pre comeback. Damn, Broke gets back in the match. A handspring up off. of up by Boldoff for a two count. Mia lands a punch at draw kick. She makes a hot take to LeRae who hits a missile draw kick. She sends Tamina in the Dana Brooks sensor for the floor and hits a step up sent on twice. Hits a crossbar with a caught. Min, Mia Yem, who gets a take, comes out with a neck breaker, eats a feat from Mia and a springboard motion for LeRae to get the win at 8 minutes 53 seconds. I give this 5 out of 10. Then we go back to the elimination chamber as we get a recap of the US title elimination chamber match. Thanks to the help of interference from Logan Paul. Then at the Lucha Chamber press conference, Edge accepts the open challenge. In Speed of Lewis Chamber, we see Edge and Beth Phoenix in the win over Judgment Day in that mixed tag match. And then we close out this episode of main event with Edge of the U.S. Championship. Edge in theory, where Balor comes in and causes him the title, and then Balor attacks him after the match. So that was main event. MLW Fusion is moji on Thursdays, but for some odd reason they haven't been back on. But whatever. Now we go to DDT poor wrestling. The road they had a Fosca Air match at Tokyo for the KOD tag team titles. Shamayo Shimana Kachimana and Mao. DDT V Sanchiro Takagi and Faminora Abe via Splash from the stage for a table on Takagi at 30 minutes and four seconds to retain the KOD tag team titles. And then we'll go to after the we go to Impact Wrestling. So we could go with a non-title match. As Impact, will attach more machine guns. Alex oh, oh, Shelley, and Chris Saban go against Mike Bailey and Jonathan Gresham. So Shelley and Gresham start off the match. Uh, train. Uh. Trading a switch off. Gresham leaves over Shelly and tried to leave over twice. Shelly fades and got a schoolboy for a two count. Gresham has a drive screw on Shelly before him and Mike Bailey target the left leg of Shelly. Bailey hits a knee breaker into a knee lift on, on Shelly. But saving takes in and the more machine gun today a high low on Bailey. More miss. Machine guns lay with Gresham before Saban got near-fall on Bailey. As you'll have know, on speedball for Shelly takes back in. More machine guns, a double lyric to the chest and back before a on Bailey. But he fights back offense for an integrity on Shelly. And the machine gun kicks on Saban. Gresham and Saban trade strikes before Gresham hits an integrity kick. And then Saban hits a drag screw on his partner, Shelly. Gresham got a pin on Saban, but Alex Shelly broke up the pin before he hits a knee breaker on the speedball. More machine got to the assisted cradle shock before hitting the magic killer for a two count saving one for two bucks, but Gresham dropped his weight before he hits a vertical suplex on saving speedball. Now Shelly tag back in before he hits a gut kick and a Spartan tornado on Shelly. Oh, uh, Bailey got a got out in a modified vigor four lock and then he had a twisted suplex on saving and then. I had Smish on Shelly, but he got the rope break. Shelley hits a flatliner in the middle of turn buckle before more. She got to stereo kicks in the corner on the speedball. Uh Bailey toss him out to the ring for a triangle I see moonsault on him. Gresham pulls him to the mat, hits a figure four, locks in a figure four on Shelly before tagging in. Uh Gresham has a springboard moonsault. Bailey hits a Toby sees on Shelly. Bailey hits a standing uh, moonsault knee drop on the Gresham onto on uh, Shelly while Gresham had the figure four on him. Straighten the whole saving comes in power balls, Bailey on the Gresham break the figure four from him. Uh, Shelley got him in like castoff for a two count and tried to save him to form, but got Bailey instead. Saving hits a cutter, motion guns hits a double gut kick and a dirt bomb on John the Gresham to put him away at 12 minutes and 54 seconds. I get this 8 out of 10. Excellent match. <laughs> they kick off this week's Impact. Then we get a recap of the feud between Impact World Champion Josh Alexander and Rich Swan for their title match on No Surrender tonight. And then we get a video of Dion Prost kind of promo magic and Sh- to show Shaw on the No Surrender pre-show. She probably shot the best form in a bowl chili but a broken arm. We get our first up to uh, beat the clock challenges where the winner gets to go on busted open radio first. So it was Tommy Dreamer. He goes against Jason Hodge. Hodge lays the Barry's body shots to begin the match, but Dreamer responded, hip toss on Hodge. But he goes out of a run, neck breaker for a two count. He comes to the top, but Dreamer hits a avalanche Dreamer driver for the win. So the time to beat for believer was a minute 15. There was a digital media champ. Joe Hendry was in a media group of fans. Then we get a preview on the Naka's tag team title match. We have one half of the champs, Taya Falcury, goes to Allison K. So Taya attacks K and Allison in the corner, but she could respond with body shots for a hit to chops to the chest of K. They exchange with lariats and back elbow strikes. For Taya locks her in the modified Yuji Katami. Before Allison gets to the ropes for a rope break, Allison K hits a back elbow, but Valkyrie hits a spear for a two count. uh tie steps away okay for another chop to the chest uh go for a cause fight for tie. hits a quarter lyric hip and quarter me- meteor for two cam for the commercial break we come back for break Allison case lanes tie into the corner for it to chop then i the show up in the opposite corner uh alice returns favor for a hip attack, but she wouldn't do it for free so tie slay to the bottom thermal hits one of, of her own then hits a forearm to knock Valkyrie down for a near fall. Uh, Ty hits a series forearm, strikes a kick, a lift, layer and a blue thunderbomb for a two count. Then she hits the Romero special curve stomp for a two, for locking an STF, but got to the Allison K got to the ropes for a rope break. Ty hits another kick, kick slamming to the mat and hits a double stomp for a two count. Ty trying to go for a power bomb, but Allison K reverses and hits a strong zero for a two count. Marty P. Bell distracts Ty as she's trying to go for Bro to Fahala, but Rosemary takes Marty Bell out. Allison K takes advantage, strikes, hits a roundhouse kick, then the AK forty-seven for the win at seven minutes and four seconds. I give this a six out of ten. Gets the hex, some momentum, hitting their knock as Ty tall match at no surrender. And then we see backstage in back one, Jim George Alexander and Rich sign their contracts. Backstage, how to match at no surrender. Obviously, he did not mind the kick, but Swan responds that he was he was bamboozled by Alexander's answer. Swan said he's about to fight Alexander for the Impact Wall title. And he probably he would not let that title slip through his fingers before Steve Macklin interrupts and promises he's come for the Impact Wall title. And Macklin and Swan brawl before Swan told Macklin not to play him like a fool. Then we get our tag team match. We have the designs, Diener and Sam McCallion go against Yu Amara and, and Frankie Kasarian. So Diener and Kassarian start to match up, but Diener immediately tags at Sam McCallion. Callahan punches Kassarian in the face and in the back elbow. So uh, Diener deaner to be tagged in. He lays some punches on Kassir, but Kassir comes back with two chops. Diener bites Kassir in space for him to slap. Kassir leaves for Diener, hits two arm drags on a on him, and here comes the and, Irmar, and Kasir hit a gut punch into a spain net breaker for a two-count. Yuramara hits a back elbow, and two elbow draws for a two-count. Yuramara got a waist lock on Diener, but Diener uh, leans Yuramara into the corner before Sammy Callahan tags him, puts his thumb into the eyes of Yuramara, Dieter pulls him from the ha- from the Heron before gauges that was a guy. Diener tags and hits a straight jab to the eyes. Basically, the design kept the tagging back and forth. Kazarian hits a Lariat on Kalyan and Diener before running for on Kalyan. GNT leg drop on Diener and a springboard lay log- drop on Kalyan for a two count. Angels distracts Kazarian and allow Kalian to explore a suplex. The design went for a double suplex, but Kazarian flips over and tags year in yer year, in year, in year, in year. UMR uh, hits serious strikes on the design before hitting double hook suplex and a crossbody on Deener for a two count, as does count Callahan broke up the count. Callahan takes and try to go for the catcher's driver, but UMR evaded for Cassarian takes in a slingshot DDT. UMR hits a spinning Yuranagi on Deener before Callahan lays him out with a forearm strike and he sends him to the outside. Uh, Callahan has a spine buster on Cassarian. Callahan tried taking Deener, but Deener got off the Apron, can't get one on his own. So that backfired. As and got Kelly in the uh, chicken wing for the submission win. At 9 minutes and 46 seconds. I get this 5 out of 10. Not a bad tag match. Then we get knockouts champion Mickey James Jordan, Grayson Massa, Slimovich. <clears throat> got promised ahead of Mickey James' match with Slimovich for the title at No Surrender. So told James she would choke her out. With James President so much would not be the one taking the knockout off of her. By Jordan, Grace, and Grace, or making James tapped out at hard to kill. So backstage, Callan argues with design. Callan wants to know what the hell was step five. To which he responded by saying it was a test loyalty. Deer told Callan that he already made it further than he thought. before telling that design chooses who joins. Then we get our other beat the clock challenge. Bully Ray goes to Bahima Jr. Jason Hodge strikes the referee and bully ray hits a chain assistant jab to the jaw of jar for the quick win at 30 seconds. So Bully Ray beats the clock and he'll get to be on open plus open radio first. So backstage Tom and Jerry consult, consults JR backstage with telling him what Jar telling he's the feature in the business. Then we get to the main event for the exhibition doll in a monster's ball match. Trey Miguel, the champ, to visit Crazy Steve. Steve hits a Larry on Miguel to start the match. Followed by a series of uppercuts before Miguel hits a... before ...on uh, Miguel for calls on the outside and hitting a cross body on the floor. And so they crawl on the outside for he slaying them as we go to the commercial break. we come back for break, Steve is set on four standing chairs, But Miguel hit a drop toe hold on under the four chairs... Miguel tried to get a chair, but Steve and hit Steve with a chair, only got posted before the back body drop on the stack of stadium chairs. Back in the ring, Steve was great with a drug, but Miguel forced a punches under the head. Miguel gets a chain from the trash can for tossing two trash cans. stable got into the ring. Uh, Miguel tried to hit Steve with the trash can, but Steve staples Miguel's private area under the trash, and staples nuts, and then plays trashy on his head and hit a Campbell. Into the corner before we go to another commercial break. We come back from breaks. Steve tries to stab Miguel with a fork, but Miguel refers to a neck break for a two count. So Trey returns to attacks Steve with the fork, but says uh leaves it hit a double stomp on him. Trey gets a bag of thumb tacks on the ring, plays the center of the ring. Steve has an uppercut on Miguel, went for a diving DDT, but Miguel evades and see Steve's pain off to Abyss and hitting the black hole slam under the thumb tacks. But instead of going for the final uh, cover, uh Steve attacked Miguel's. Thumbtack fell back with a trash can and then hits an the Irish whip. Miguel with a series of kicks. followed by a double curve stop on the Thumbtack for a two and a half. Miguel rolls out and gets a table. Brings himself the table into the ring. Miguel sets it up in the corner. Steve responds by slamming him to put himself in Miguel back. Under the attacks again. Before Trey grabs a random spike from the ring. But Steve brings back the spike stick Janus. there was a business pet stick. I'm not going really to end that. So Miguel hits Steve with a spike, the adamant, but Steve hits back with a Death Valley driver into the table for a two-count. Crazy tosses a chair in the rain, sets another one in the corner, but Miguel hits a chair, shut the adamant, Steve. Steve bites his face off, bites Miguel's face, and then plays on in the corner, hits 6 one night onto the chair. Try to go for a meteor, but Steve evaded, hit a Canadian destroyer on the thumbtacks. As Crazy the no interest on thumbtacks, then goes for a cover, but Miguel kicks out at two. As he got by, Steve reacted by playing James as slamming on Miguel's head. Miguel saw one board with barbed wire. Tries to slam Miguel but Miguel was probably hitting a low blow before hitting crosswords On the barbed bar wire board. Rolls him back and scores to win the retaining exhibition title at 15 minutes and 31 seconds. I give this match 8 out of 10 as well. I recommend checking this match out. Not a bad episode of Impact. They cl- go home and so forth. no surrender tonight. So I'll run that down right quick. So, on our two pre show matches, we have Deon Parasa goes on with Giselle Shaw. And Johnson Gresham goes on with Mike Bailey. Mickey Jason with Donkin, Donkin, Mats Slamovich. John defends the impact world Taggers for Schwann. And then on one Kateras match, Fatal Four match, Brian Myers first, PCL for first Steve Mackle Heath. Six point tag team match, we have Time Machine, the impact world Tag champs, more of Guns, Alex, David, Alex Shelley and Chris David, and Kushida go against Bull Clubs, this is Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Kenta. For the knockouts tag team, Dolce will be Death Dolls, Reps Representative Wajuska, and Ty Valkyrie. They'll defend against the Hex, Allison K, and Marty Bell. Frank Kazarian goes along with Khan of the design. And Joe Henry defends the digital media title against Moose in a dog combat match for the title. So, if I'd recommend two matches from this week's episode of Impact, I'd say check out the opening match between Gresham Bailey and the Mortar Machine Guns and the Exhibition Tile Monsters Bot match. So that was excuse me, So that was um Impact Wrestling. That was episode eleven. I'm your host, Ian Black. Me and John will be back on Sunday to review the shows from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Have a good night, guys, and stay safe.